Since 1961, Quartz Plumbing has offered friendly, reliable service to residences all over Bergen County, New Jersey. We are a fourth-generation family-owned business, unmatched in customer satisfaction and professionalism while working in your home. We are the hydronic heating and water filtration specialists with a workmanship guarantee to put you at ease so you can rest comfortably. We offer financing for those big projects that catch you off guard, and we have a network of excellent contractors in all fields for any project you wish to tackle. Call our responsive office team, and we'll dispatch a handsome and educated technician to lay the smack down on all your plumbing issues. You can also find us at quartzplumbing.com, search us on Google, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Like, subscribe, and share, please. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Plum Bums Podcast, the blue-collar tradesman show where we talk about running a small business and entrepreneurship in this modern era. Uh, thanks for joining us today. I appreciate you guys sticking with us. We are on, I believe this is episode 20. I'm starting to lose count. Uh, but uh, we're just cruising right along here. And to be honest, I'm pretty impressed with myself. We'll speak for... Well, and Max is yourself. back, so he can. Are you impressed? Are you impressed with? I'm very impressed with you. Very impressed with you. No, no, I'm very impressed. I'm. I'm not fishing for compliments. It's I'm okay. Just saying, you do a lot here. No, 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 we run. You do most here. We I'll run. We run. A, the two of us are out in the field running a plumbing company. In school, and then finding the time to produce a uh, a YouTube channel, which. Listen, super successful That's... 10 years ago i mean i had i went to work and came home and then no idea was going on the weekend so well this is only slightly my idea it's mostly your you put it into you know what i don't like to give you credit often <laughs> but this was your idea originally thinking back like you were the one that brought it up yeah all right let's move on from that uh as you can see max is back my trusty sidekick maximilian max tell us where you were Italy. Where did you go? Italy. Gorgeous Where country. in Italy? I went to uh, Rome, Florence, Tuscany, uh, Naples, because uh, that's where my mother's side of the family is from. They used to live over there. We used to see where they lived. And it's gorgeous. Every aspect of the Every place that you go to is just as beautiful as the next, like the architecture. The food is amazing. But I don't understand how they're not like 300 pounds over there because I'm not exaggerating. Every meal... Is pizza pasta. Bread and cheese. Bread and cheese. Every meal, no matter where you go. And I remember going on, we went on a tour in Tuscany, and it was like a food and wine tour, and, and they have to ask every group. They're like, all right, does anybody have any food allergies or any, you know, vegans or vegetarians or whatever it was? And me and my family would eat everything and anything. It doesn't matter. And we're like, no. And she goes, oh, thank God. <laughs> Because in Italy, we eat everything. <laughs> and some for some reason, all the American groups, there's a vegetarian, a vegan, somebody who doesn't eat gluten. And I'm thinking to myself, how are you going to come to a country like this and be gluten-free? All of everything is gluten. It's all... She said that specifically that Americans will come over here? She said specifically that like... The foreign groups that come for these tours, they always there's always some like a vegan, a vegetarian. Because you know, we're such a we're just a trendy 
trendy obsessed yeah. culture. They don't have that over there. They're not vegans and vegetarians, and they eat pastas and breads, and they're not three hundred pounds. I'm gonna say something that might be a little bit controversial, but a I'll lot of the that. food here, a lot of the food here is banned in most European countries. Yeah, I have, I've seen that. Yeah. So everyone thinks, oh, I can't eat gluten because I get sick. It's, it's like, no, you're eating. You can't eat Wonder Bread. You can't yeah. eat like. It's also the the stuff that they spray on 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 all those foods. But the other thing is is in America you can't you can't really compare us to Europe because we have three hundred and sixty million mouths to feed. Italy has got what maybe thirty million, forty million, something like that. If that European countries are so it's a much smaller, tiny country right? Yeah, they're, they're so much smaller, so you don't have to feed that many people. So everything is. Everything is relative. You, If you want to feed 360 million people, nobody, and this is going to be controversial too, I guess, but it's like you, to starve in America is a lot more difficult because of the program, <laughs> because of the programs that you have. And it's like you can feed your kid on like a $1.25 peanut butter and jelly sandwich every day. Like yeah, he can so have that for a lunch. I, someone, I heard recently someone goes, they're like, listen, America does have its problems, but our poor people are fat. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're not, fed. Yeah. The poor people are fed. You go to other countries, the poor people are... Dying. Dying. Yeah. Because of starvation. Dying from starvation, not dying from obesity. See, that's why America... Even when, even when you're down and trodden, there's always something to eat. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know what else you want to talk about for over there. How, I mean, you went with your family? Yeah. It's How'd you guys get along? Surprisingly very well. It took us... Listen, we argued... you're getting older. Huh? you're getting older. No, it, it was arguments almost every day. With between people, but it was like, it's it's nice. It was nice because even like you said, we're getting older. So even when you get into the argument, you're like, okay, I'm kind of being an a hole, so I'm gonna make nice, and and it just kind of like rolled over. Yeah, you know. It, usually when you fight at home, it you can not talk to your family for like a few days, you <laughs> right. know, weeks sometimes. You can go, but there. You're you're rooming with your family, you know. You're yeah. doing these trips with your family, so you're like, if I don't make up right now, uh, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna be that guy that ruins a trip. We took one family vacation. I was 12 to Disney World. Whatever's what's whatever's in Florida, Disneyland, Disney World, World, I think. So we did Disney World and we did Universal and MGM, and we were there for like a week and a half. And the vacation when we're out in public was just fine. The hotel room <laughs> every morning and night was a disaster. Yeah. Because we all shared one room. Like, there was no... Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> we got five people in my family. Yeah, the hotel... Every When we were in Disney World, it was a lot of fun. We were loving each other, having a grand old time. But as soon as you get back to that hotel and the door closes... Mm-hmm. He's, well, the- t- he's touching me. <laughs> His feet are touching me. He took my he took my toy. Yada, yada. Ugh. Jeez, I'll never forget that. But I'll also never forget that trip. That was that was good. But the other thing is that boys are just they're just easier on trips too. Like me and my brother didn't really argue or fight. We didn't argue or fight with our sisters. It's mostly it's mostly the girls. <laughs> like if they're off on that day, you know, if they woke up on the wrong side of the bed, God help you. You know, it's it's oh, we're walking too much. You know, I, like it's too hot. It's too this. It's too that. I'm hungry now. It's like just enjoy, enjoy the trip. Like I got sick on the first couple of days, I was, like my head was congested over there. 
Okay. And change in pressure? Huh? The, I guess. You know, it could be, you know, something that you catch on the plane because of that stupid recycled air system that they have. Right. Um, and so I was snoring really bad, my brother said, because me and him shared a room. You usually snore pretty bad. Nah, I don't, I don't snore that bad. I don't snore that bad. And uh, well, I'll get into why I know that later. <laughs> anyway, continue. We Fine. haven't we haven't introduced our guest over here. Yeah, yet. let's introduce our guest. Funny. No, let's introduce we our guest. Yet. Casey's. Uh, I can't introduce him yet. I don't have a camera on him. There's another camera on me. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, I still want to talk about Italy, but we have uh, uh, Casey Everett from Steadfast Plumbing on again. We actually are. We just did a uh, a field day with his hawks, and we went hunting, and it was awesome. So. We're gonna get into some footage of that, but uh, as far as Italy goes, what I what you never you know what what was the weather like over there? Perfect. It was perfect. No, October November is always because last time I went, I went October in Europe to Europe. It's the best time to go. Vacations are over for people. You know, people don't travel October November really. Yeah. And the weather's still good over there. So. All right, so you had a good time? Great time. And you should just go see it. Everybody should just go see it. You should go and see those places. I know it's not easy. I have the privilege of, you know, being able to go see it with my family. But uh, did you, you saw the Colosseum and all that stuff? I saw the Colosseum. The Colosseum's amazing. The Vatican? The Vatican is unbelievable. It's, you can... See, that's what I want to see. You can... That, Vatican City, it's walled off. The entire city is walled in. So... You're, it's it's oh, it's its own place. They have a wall around their city, huh? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, it's amazing. The entire place, every detail architecturally is stunning. And it's thousands of years old. Yeah, I saw Michelangelo's Sistine Chapel, and just the the suffering, I guess. And like they talk about the suffering of like Michelangelo. It took him like eleven years, I yeah. think it was. To, to, to paint the Sistine Chapel. Laying on scaffolding. Laying on scaffolding up like this. And he I think he partially went blind because of yeah. it because they used to use like lead paint yeah. or whatever. It destroyed and his it eyes. And it destroyed his eyesight. It's like that's what I mean when I say suffering. It's like those sculptures, they took it took everything out of those people. Did anything but move they, you to tears while you were there? No. No? Tears? Yeah. Like no. you look at something like that's just and no, I, and you're looking at things, and I think to myself, "Wow, it's amazing." It felt powerful, is what it felt. It felt, it, it, yeah. Not even one, not even one tear. No tears. Really? It actually gave me like, I would say, call it like a boost of testosterone. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was amazing. It's what your ancestors build. It's impressive yeah. to go see. Anyway, well, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad you're back. You came back at. Uh, Busy season for sure. We're getting slaughtered right now. <laughs> you said you would take me off the messages for my vacation, off the off the group chat messages. Just so you, you can didn't, relax, but you, I didn't. You didn't, and I just keep seeing panic, panic, panic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, it's we. Uh, now's the time. No, to make, Nancy, not this customer. That one. No, <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff. Now's the time to make your money, and for as a plumber, as a heating and plumbing guy, is in the winter. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously you do renovation stuff in it, but heating is where it's at for us. I mean, we're I, I tell people like boilers are our specialty and stuff, and you want to capitalize on that. So I even when you were gone, I tried to take as much work as I could, but um but uh we have a pretty cool episode for you, like I said. 
So actually what I'm going to do, I'm going to, we're going to go to a quick break. I'm going to set up some camera work and we're going to start talking about this awesome hunting field day with falconry, um, with Casey that we did and, uh, we'll get into it, but thanks for joining us. Plumbing and heating for top-rated service in Bergen County, New Jersey. And don't forget to keep treats for Frankie on hand. Warning! The following segment may be offensive to some viewers who don't eat meat, and also to meat eaters who think meat comes from ShopRite. It's been sure, should I do all that? What do you, yeah. All right, ready? Not really much blue collar. We, listen, we have hobbies too, okay? We like to do things outside of plumbing and, oh. and your water heater and being right, underneath look. your sink too. These are our spoiled canines here. <laughs> We're going to see some real canines today versus <laughs> these two. Well, we actually have a special episode today. Uh, we're going to follow up with Casey from Steadfast Plumbing in New Jersey Falconry and see some falcon hunting which should be awesome. This is the one that you said is like both business, right? They're all, they're both of them are all business. My name is Casey Everett. I uh, have a social media platform called NJ Falconry and uh, this is what I do for fun. I fly birds. I run little dogs that flush rabbits and squirrels. And uh, we catch all kinds of stuff with the bird. So what are we getting into today? Today we're gonna try to find some rabbits and hopefully some squirrels and let the bird chase, chase some squirrels around and rabbits and then uh, let them catch it like they would in the wild, let them eat it like they would in the wild. And basically we're here to just uh, do some extreme bird watching. They jump over her in the hole, I've noticed. This is a, uh, a tail guard that protects the feathers. So when they're in the box transport or on the ground eating, sometimes the birds can be a little rough on their feathers. And, um, and the, just that is just a very thick rubber, like plastic that helps to protect it like when they're on the ground. So like a red-tailed hawk, their, their tail is like, you know, for their body size, it's whatever, whatever, whatever it is. It's like a, a third. The accipiters, goshawks, uh, cooper's hawks, sharpshin hawks, their tail is extra long because they live in the forest and they have to make quick turns 
so the tail's extra long, so it can become like a little bit like gets in the way when they're on the ground. Yeah. Wild birds don't have a problem with their tail because they 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 respect their tail. The imprints this bird was raised from a chick. For whatever reason, they have like an issue with their, keeping their tail neat and clean. So uh, these birds are, I mean, especially the first year, you know, they're very temperamental. He's flying, you know, kind of the same bird, but these are like the hardest birds. But how'd you high get, risk, high reward, because they're like the fastest. How'd you get into this? Uh, well, I've always been interested in hunting. As I, I, I didn't grow up in a hunting family per se, but when I was fourteen, I got my hunting license because I wanted to go with a friend and a distant family member to go pheasant hunting. So I was into small game hunting. Got introduced to some falconers in the New Jersey State Club. Went to meet some of them. Asked questions. Uh, how many guys are doing this? How many guys are in the New Jersey club? About 30, 40 people. So I guess dachshunds are the breed to go. Dachshunds, these dachshunds, for us, this is the best thing we got because um, every rabbit's important and these dogs can go where yeah. all the rabbits go. Um, they don't make a lot of noise, they're unassuming. They don't, um, if, I, if you're running beagles out here, they'd be howling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, everybody in this neighborhood would know exactly. I got you. Know, you. From, Half a quarter mile away, they'll hear the howl of, of beagles and come out uh, and investigate. So it brings a lot of attention. Plus, the beagle can't get into the dogs. So we'll do hole work. We'll do ground work. We'll try to, you know, uh, even if the rabbit goes to ground, we'll try to get him out with the dogs. And, um, and that'll produce a nice close slip for the bird. The slip is what we call it when, the, when you produce something for the, for the bird to okay. chase. So we call it a slip. So, we just, out. so the bird just ate, right? Yep. Bird just had a meal. So unlike mammals, they have a crop that stores all their food. And what will happen is now he's not going to eat tomorrow. By Monday, he'll be ready to go back and hunt again. It's you like a giant see. stomach that slowly digests it. Like it. I see. Yeah, put the food down to the stomach. Yeah, all birds have it. a crop. And you can tell how much they eat just based on the size. This is He has a full crop. So he'll be nice and satisfied tomorrow, too. Yes, and this is a positive experience for him. So he's like, okay. Every time I catch a rabbit, I get a full meal. So it further encouraged them to make kill every time. It has more confidence, which means that they hunt better. Now, what if you want to grab, what if you want to get She's multiple rabbits during the day? You won't give him the first several? No, you just give him a little piece. Okay. Let him pluck a little bit and then he'll eat. And then, so then we use, do we really normally just be like distract him with a piece of It goes up to Gotcha. You could do like one, two. Like the Grinch from the Grinch. I mean, there's only so many rabbits because they're exerting themselves. But there's days when you go out and catch a rabbit for five minutes. Yeah. Then you're like, okay, the bird didn't get a good workout. But there's days when you can catch one rabbit after an hour and a half of chasing the same rabbit. You're going to give them that reward. You have to make that judgment. <laughs> can you tell me what you And the bird caught the rabbit over a strange dog, which is perfect too, because now that it's a. Uh... It teaches the bird to not be so uh, high strung around people, other stimulus. So now it, it helps to be like, okay, shitty people and shitty dogs. Bad things are not going to always happen. Can I know shit. Let me first take a picture of uh, um, you guys.
look who we have again. It's Casey Everett. Hello, everyone. Steadfast Plumbing and NJ Falconry. The people Glad to requested. Be here. The people requested that you come back. Yeah, they An did. encore. Yeah. Good. A little bit. Okay. I say half the room stood up. Okay, all right, all right. All right. Other half was passed out. Other half did, <laughs> other half did that. No, that's uh, the whole um, that falconry stuff was... We got, we got good um, responses from that. People found that really interesting, and to be honest. So the reason why Casey's back is we did a field day, and he showed us some birds, and we're going to play some footage uh, during this episode. But uh, we met his birds. We saw kind of how it goes down. Yeah. And these things are awesome. First of all, when you brought that first bird out, the white one, the goshawk? Yeah. And you'll see it in the video. I'm going to continue it's calling so it the Mongolian hawk. The Mongolian hawk. I like that one. That thing is majestic. Yeah, it's sick, right? It's crazy. The eyes and like, it's just perfectly designed to do yeah. what it's supposed to do. Yeah. All business. And then your two little dachshunds, your yeah. bloodthirsty dachshunds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. These things are savages. They'll go all day, huh? They don't stop, man. They just keep going and going and going. It's just part of their, their makeup. They're, that's what they're bred for. I remember so, when you pulled it out. When you pulled the, when you pulled it out, the Mongolian hawk. When you took it out of the cage, I was like, "Can I pet it?" Because it was like, it's a beautiful bird. And like, you like, you can, you can you, try. You can try, but I'm not giving you any promises. If he like goes after you, you can, you know. I you just take tightened it. down the leash, and I'm like, "Yeah, go ahead, try." It. <laughs> See what he let me pet him though. He that did. bird. Let, that bird is like. I don't trust that bird. They're intimidating looking. Yeah. Like the it, eyes. The eyes, like they're just, they're like peering into your soul. Yeah. So when I used to, I used to do swimming pools. Uh, I started out in maintenance and then ended up in construction. But we had, I had a maintenance route. Like every day was a different maintenance route. We had this new Saddle River customer that we just built a swimming pool. So they're like, all right, Phil, go do the first maintenance on it. And I walk in the, open the gate and in the backyard. And I start, I'm walking with the hose and, the, bl- and the, the vacuum. I walk into it and I see out of the corner of my eye on the deck, this huge. Um, Red tail uh, hawk? No. No, it was a dog. dog. Oh. Why can't I think of the dog? What's the, what's the, what's the dog in um, Up with the really high Doberman. voice? The Dober- Doberman. The oh, Doberman. Yeah. cropped oh, ears. God, yeah. Bro, that thing is just. I have a story that just recently happened. Go for with it. With the Doberman? No, I don't even know what it was. So on a job site. What, what, what? Dude, I'm trying to get this job wrapped up to get inspection. It's a quick story. I'm trying to get this job wrapped up to, to, to get inspection. It's dark. It's it dark at like 3 o'clock now. Yeah. So I, I leave all my tools there. I go to the supply house to grab parts. I come back. It's pitch black. I let myself in the gate. Dude, they let this monster. You don't even know what it was. They said that the, the contractor told me that it's, it's a dog that's used to to like hunt lions in Africa. It was like a pit bull, but like bigger than a Rottweiler. That's what it looked like. That's what the silhouette looked like coming what? at me across the yard. No. Running, b- booking it. Running, barking. Bro, it was like right there. And I knew that. I, so I'm like yelling at it. You know, I deal with dogs and animals and stuff. So I was like yelling at it, like kind of trying to like, in, like stop, like, you know, <laughs> calm down, like kind of like show yeah. it that like, I'm okay. Hey, it's okay. It's okay. And it's like, Coming at me and then stopping every time I yell. Then coming at me and stopping. And then the distance is continuing to, <laughs> to shorten. I, then at, like right then the lady hears me yelling. She opens the wife, opens up the door. And this is when I knew I needed to run. She opens up the door and just starts screaming bloody murder. Oh, my God. Like, no. No. <laughs> Making starts the yelling for her worse. husband. Yeah. Because that dog is like trained to attack people yeah it's like so i dude i just started running it's just bro i made it to the sliding door jumped in slammed it closed 
Oh where what, where she was She comes this? to the top of the stairs. This is in uh, Wanakew. Why do people nice have, house. It was nice I house. Don't like, who, who wants, I don't get it. I don't know. Who wants a dog? Bro, people that don't know how to fight. That's all it comes yeah. down to. Who wants so a then, dog so then, you? you know, like normal customers, when the dog is a little too excited, right? Yeah. They say, oh, I'm so sorry. He's usually yeah. really <laughs> friendly. She comes to the top of the stairs and goes, thank God you're okay. Jeez. Oh so that's God. not the response that I thought I was. So I said, "Thank God I ran," because at first I thought I was like, I was thought I was like being like you know, like a right? Bliss. Like I'm like, right. I just bro, I, I never ran from an animal in my life. I just well, one of my birds like attacked me. Do you think <laughs> you could like fight it if it? Came no, no, it would have killed me. Oh. It, it was of course. It its head, matter. its head was. He its said head it takes was down like lions. This. He said it takes down lions. Yeah, but there's some men have that have taken down lions. Yeah, with a spear maybe. <laughs> yeah. I was in a pitch black. I couldn't see anything. I he just had saw a like a head. Hose. You didn't have like a pipe wrench or anything. He had a I had an hose. arm full of material. <laughs> I had a couple like a couple like inch and a half nineties. Like, this is, what am I gonna do? They're PVC. It does yeah, PVC. I could do anything. <laughs> so like, I literally just I ran and like, I felt kind of like when I got inside, I was like, I, you know, like sometimes they, they get like that, you know, in a customer's house and they sniff you and then they like wag. Their yeah. Head. Like, I was like, did I really need to like do that? Like, I was embarrassed. But then when she said like "Thank God you're okay," yeah, that means I did the right thing to run because yeah. that. And then the contractor he said, "Oh, he's like I told that guy to keep the dog in the house. I'm gonna call him." I'm like, "It's not his fault. It was dark. I left. She didn't know. If, she thought I left. Yeah, like, they let it out to go to the bathroom, and right. I walked back in in the dark. Like, how are they supposed to know?" That's it. I mean, we ride around with dogs. It's clear they're all over our marketing, and they're, you yeah. see them in the truck. I don't have too many problems with dogs generally, but remember that one renovation that we were doing in the kitchen. And she, they're not big dogs. They're little Shih Tzus. Yeah. Little, I, no. Uh, and then they're I, little, yeah, um, Yorkies. Yorkies. They're and little I told Yorkies. Him, they'll bite you. And I told him, I, and I told him that one of the dogs, like, nipped at me. Like, he bit me. And he goes, did he, he nipped at you? Like, it's it's a Yorkie, so, like, you kind of just, yeah. like yeah. that. You but it's still away. obnoxious. Yeah. But it's obnoxious and it's annoying and you can't, you don't want to do put that. holes in your leg. You're yeah. And then, like, exactly. I don't, so we were sitting there doing the kitchen and they, like, the wife is just oblivious, and we're Whoa. sitting there for three hours. Oh my god! Don't get me started. Three hours. The one dog sat bark, and bark, 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 bark for three bark, hours. Bark. And I'm they like, think it's cute. The is homeowner this thinks it's cute. Bothering you? I'm like, put the dog. Like they do. They have no concept. Every, they think it's cute that their dog is barking. Bro, every bark, thirty dollars added to the invoice. Literally. Dude. Literally. <laughs> or they do it's like this. Like, oh, just stop it. Just stop it, Floofies. Just stop it. You know, stop. He's friendly, and it's like you're. The dog is not. Responding to no, that, take no. him and put him someplace. Yeah, else. if Frankie's like busting chops or something, I pick her up and I put her in another closed door room. Yeah, if Ginger's giving like uh, like the Amazon guy a hard time, all I got to do is just like open up the door and say and just say hey, hey, yeah, done. Runs back. Well, to your the dog porch, is sits. trained. Your yeah. dog is trained. Don't by get you. an animal if you're not gonna like. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, train it. Yeah, like I'm telling. Like I literally had a dog. I was under a under a sink working. And it's standing, you know, and it's standing in between my legs, just barking under the sink like this. For like an and the hour. homeowners does not do it, like yeah. And I don't and have the heart a, to say anything to them. Like, what do you, you know, what I mean? Like, it's my customer. Yeah. Like, I finally said something to this. Woman. He did. Yeah. yeah, he said I finally something. Finally said, listen, you have to put get your these damn out of here. dog away before we're I, trying to work. Because like, he bit you know, me. Yeah. And, he, and he bit me, and he gave me black and blue, and I was like, you should've know, just, dude, dude, you should have just grabbed your leg and just fell over. I told I told him. I told him before he went over to her. I was like. Listen, I yeeted the dog. Like, yeah, I yeah, kicked yeah. him. I, yeah, I kicked yeah. him away. Backhanded him? No, no, I kicked him. You took your day out on him? <laughs> I didn't take yeah, my day yeah. out on him, but when he bit me, my reaction was <laughs> yeah, to, like, yeah, yeah. like I used to play soccer, so all my reaction was... All your pent-up anger from taking orders all day? <laughs> exactly. You took it out on that little Yorkie? <laughs> Phil! <laughs> <laughs> and I told him, I said, if, Dog's if, traumatized if now? the dog has a limp, Good. it was me. Like, I... You know, yeah. but he's he he told her, and she she did move the dog at that. She point. finally did it. But 
Yeah. No, they, it's, they're all like that, too. Yeah. And even, like, back to the falconry thing, even when I'm, like, flying my birds and, like, stuff like that, and I'm, like, maybe, like, in a you know, public property, but, like, close to houses, people don't know what you're doing, so they let the dog out. And the dog, yeah. and the dog just stands at the fence and barks for, like, an hour. Yeah, I know. And then they just stand there, and they look out the window like this. And the dog just bark, bark, but for an hour. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, you put gotta your bring dog treats. away. I gotta bring treats and just throw them in the yard. Yeah, dude. I just don't like. It just infuriates me. Some like, if you're not gonna, if you're not gonna take the time to train it, like, then don't get. They it. don't get don't it. Get or it. if you have a dog like this, that's very mellow. Like, you don't have to do much with it. They're right. calm. Get yeah. one of those. Yeah. Don't get something that's like a high energy like dog or it's a dog that can hurt somebody. I got bit on a job site one time. Bad. Yeah. Go to the hospital. Is that why you're so rich? Is that where you got all your money from? Bro, I wasn't I so as long as I wasn't gonna do I wasn't gonna do anything. I was like, whatever. But then she blamed you for the No, bite. <laughs> dude, literally. So the dog she opened I'm rolling up a hose next to the front door. I was like eighteen, I think. I'm rolling up a hose next to a front door, and the wife of this beautiful giant house opens up the door and she's going to take the dog for a walk. It just runs straight up to me and just latched onto my stomach. Really? Oh yeah, and just starts like shaking. And, like, <laughs> what yeah. was it? It was a it was a um, a lab. It was oh, a so that's lab. a big dog. A vicious that's not even lab. A I've never lab. seen that in my life. Yeah. So then I'm like, I like jump off the stairs, and she had the leash, and it was holding on so high. like when I jumped like I couldn't jump, and then like, oh my, when gosh. it slipped off of my shirt, I was it was in the middle of the winter, so I had like. You had layers. Layers. It took all the layers off down to my skin. Oh, my goodness. And then jumped from my face, and she, like, almost fell over. And she got mad at you? No. She was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. This and that. I go to the hospital. I was bleeding all over the place. So I go to the hospital. And then the guy called. No, my my boss called. I won't say who he is because people will know. Yeah, don't. They they called. You know, he called the owner of the house, you know, the husband or whatever, and said the dog just, you know, attacked my guy, whatever, going to the hospital. And he goes, oh, you know, this and that. I'm so sorry. Whatever it is at the hospital, just send me, like, whatever. I'll I'll pay for it, whatever. Anyway, a couple months go by. I'm, like, 18. I have no money. I'm getting paid, like, minimum wage. I get get a bill for, like, $400 in the mail. That's, like, two weeks' worth of pay for me. So I'm, like... I give it to my boss. You know, like my mom could have paid it, but I give it to my boss. I said, you know, No, you give it to the boss. So he goes site. so he calls the customer and like the next day he comes in and he just like nonchalantly says, Yeah, he's not gonna pay it. He says that, you know, you shouldn't have been standing so close to the door. The wife said that you were standing too close to the door and the dog felt threatened and he wants the dog to, you know, be protected. So like you know, the, the dog did the right thing. No, that that guy would have lost miserably in court. Well, so then I just simply called my friend who flies birds, who's uh-huh. a lawyer, and he goes, "Oh, this is very easy." Killed the dog. Yeah, we just murdered the dog. <laughs> we just went back at night and just killed ten the dog. hawks. No, just just all of our hawks it. just killed the dog <laughs> slowly. No, the uh, so we just filed. A, he just told me what to do. He just filed a police report, whatever. I just wanted to make sure the thing had its shots. Like it took hole, it yeah. made holes in me. Yeah. And so the guy, this is what screwed him. This is what costed him, not that much money, but some money is that he got scared that the dog was going to get put down because it probably did this before. So he moved it to one of his other properties. So when the cops went to the house to gather the paperwork, he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And they're like, yeah, well, this kid has holes in his stomach and we have a witness. And yeah, so we need the paper. And then this it all went back and forth. Anyway, we had to go to the... So anyway, long story short, we went to the... And I was like very... Fa- like 
overweight back then. I keep hearing these stories. I'll take your word for it, but you know. I was very overweight. Oh, overweight. Overweight. I thought you were going to say, I was very in shape back then. I was. I, could, <laughs> I was. I could send you some pictures for the episode. I was Listen, shredded. he latched onto your stomach, so there had to Yeah, it was like blubber, bro. It was like a whale. And he grabs everything. And then so we go to the, we have to go to like the insurance, like, you know, the big, you know, whatever. Yeah. The headquarters, like a high rise. And we went up. And there's right. like, conference room like from a movie you know yeah, yeah, yeah. patrick bateman and we're like sitting there with all these lawyers for the company and uh i'd like take my shirt off like in there and i'm like my rolls are hanging over <laughs> and my lawyer's hilarious and he goes he goes so now obviously my client's modeling career is over <laughs> so he cannot <laughs> model anymore and everyone starts laughing and then anyway like I was just, I was just a kid. like, you know, I'm 18. I didn't know. Right. He's like, what's the, what, like, what do you want to get out of this? I don't know. Some money. He goes, well, how much? I don't know. Maybe like 500 bucks. He goes, all right, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. So he's in there and he's like, 500 bucks. He's like 65. Yeah. They do that. That's what they 25. do. 25. Yeah. No, yeah. they were like 10. And I'm like, I'm thinking hundred, like $6,500. We ended up selling for like $25,000. I was like. Oh, wow. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so he took whatever, a third, and then I just like... Yeah. Yeah, they do take a Bought like $10,500 pairs of <laughs> jeans and like <laughs> my friend's money. And I think I did pay off my car at the time because I just got like a Subaru and I think I paid it off. I had a, That was the whole story. I didn't want to sue the guy. I really didn't. I was yeah. just like, whatever. But he like, he wanted to play... I'm he like, all right, you want to be like game. that, dude? Yeah, you okay. want to be a crook. Stupid yeah. dog attacks me. It's not my fault. I'm just like, you could my either job. pay the $400 medical bill... Literally, dude. Or we can do this, Ralph. Right. Demarist. Yeah. So don't work in Denver's. That's snooty town. <laughs> I had a, uh, I, when I was young, maybe 21, 22, I, had a, I got hit by a car, rear-ended, actually, at like 28 miles Did you just open up the door and just fall out onto the ground? No, but he, she, <laughs> well, so the cop came. Clutching your neck. And the lady was y- screaming at the cop and screaming at me. She rear-ended me. Like, it was obvious. Yeah. And he's like, listen, lady, if he wants to turn around and sue you, he can. Like. Yeah. Shut up right now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she was really being a jerk. Yeah. And and then you get all the letters in the mail from like the chiropractors and yeah, the doctors oh, yeah, yeah, come yeah, yeah, in yeah. for this, oh, yeah, yeah. the lawyers and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I answered one. So they said, Okay, you guys gotta you gotta go to the doctor this many times a week, yada yada, the chiropractor, do yeah, this, yeah. do that. I was like, All right, I'll do it. And then I met with a lawyer one time, okay? We discussed it and he put me on some kind of thing. 12, 13 months later, I meet with him again. He's like, all right, we got you a settlement. I didn't go to court once. Wow. Nothing. Nice. It just showed up. Which he just wants the money. Yeah, he's just he's working yeah. in the background just trying to get that's you. Just that's it. He's like, he's like, here, you want... Easy I, money, basically. And I think the total thing... I can't remember what the total was, but I walked away with like 12 grand. Nice. Because they took, they took something else. Nice. It was the wrong time in my life to give oh, me 12 yeah. grand. Yeah. It was really... A- overdosed instantly. And came back. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, listen. I don't want to get in too much detail. Woke but there up was in a, a ditch, lot of that. Like, yeah, three days like, later. Like I, it was. Uh, I was See able to train spotting everybody. Just yeah, a joke. It was tra- <laughs> train spotting for like a week and a half. <laughs> I did buy a car. You bought a car. I did buy a car with it. Didn't even negotiate. You were just like, <laughs> like I'm, yeah, I'm rich now. Yeah, just I'm make rich it rain. Now, whatever. Like, Hawthorne Chevy. All right. But but the rest of it was just done. But anyway, that's funny. Dogs. We were talking about dogs, and you said ginger. So ginger, yeah. So you long-haired up, miniature dachshund, yeah. And you know what's so funny is like the brush that we were hunting in is so high, but you see, you see like Her the tail. little tails just walking yeah, up, just going yeah, around yeah. and like going nuts, like little flags just trailing. Dude, it's I'm a, here. This is where she's. It's like, so funny. Like I would never look at a dachshund and think hunting dog, but I can't believe how in it these things are. That's like literally what they're bred for. I know. I got in an argument with my brother-in-law about it. He's like, those are not hunting dogs. I'm like, 
Well, didn't you tell me uh, when we did the hunting trip, you go, you didn't you say that only until recently they weren't really used as hunting dogs? You said that somebody found out that they be, that, like that they have a very high propensity for no, they're bred. They're bred for going. Technically, the full size ones. So there's miniatures, and then there's standards. The standards were bred originally to go down badger holes and like bay the badger, so that they could kill it because like landowners and stuff like that. So then the Germans started breeding smaller ones to use for like rabbits and other like vermin and stuff like that to go in the holes and get them out. Right. Then people are isolating different traits of the dogs. So like. The dogs that we have in the U.S., there's breeders that isolate for the size. Or be conscious of the mic. To make them smaller, right, to get in the holes. And then and then there's breeders like where Ginger came from where she isolates for size and the nose quality. So, like, dogs with a good nose are bred with dogs with good nose. And you get – so generation to generation, you get r- dogs that can, like, really track very well and have a really <laughs> good nose on them. So that's what Ginger has. So when I cut her loose, she knows if there's – like, if the wind is – coming she knows she knows that the field has rabbits immediately in it. she knows second. that the minute we get out of the car really yeah because yeah. i know and i've only learned this recently from a couple of mentors of mine because like i'm like the dog's like she's not doing anything they're like she knows that there's nothing there that's why she's not going in but you'll see you get to another spot you get out of the car you gear and up she starts going and she just takes off into the brush well, we, she knows something's there well we pulled up it. back there and we all parked she gets out <laughs> and so funny. i'm putting Three minutes later i literally pulled a bird out i'm trying to put like the transmitter we have transmitters on the bird so we can find them later and she goes under a shipping container yeah. and a rabbit shoots and out. Takes I'm a like, oh out. my gosh, like we should have waited. I know. Yeah, she knows like she just she's too good for her own good. Ginger! Come here, Ginger, Ginger. Yeah. So the white hawk the, is the goss hawk, and the other more chill one is what, the, what type bla- of hawk? The black is that? one? Yeah. That's a Harris hawk. A Harris hawk. Yeah, it's a Harris hawk. What's his name? Uh, they got names or no? I forgot the name, to be honest. It's not you my Really? It's not my bird. Are you training it for someone? Someone was gonna take it from from you, right? The white one or the black one? Well, which one was the brown one? The brown one. Oh, the brown one's mine. Okay. Yeah, her name is Betsy. Okay. Yeah, after Davy Crockett's favorite hunting rifle. Oh, okay. wow. That's a good name, right? Yeah, that yeah. is a good, name. a good name. I actually like that. Yeah, so she, uh, so I named her Betsy, and she's a, she's a goshawk also. Uh-huh. She's genetically basically identical to the white one. They're the same oh, exact really? bird. Really? They're the same exact bird. It's like a white-tailed deer in Florida that's 60 pounds, and a white-tailed deer in Canada that's 160 pounds. I mean, the brown it's one... the same exact thing. The brown one looks like the white one's more unsuccessful, like, cousin or something. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, <laughs> you view it that way, It was but a little shaggy. Yeah. The, the brown one is actually going to molt out, drop all of her feathers and grow new ones in the spring, and she's going to look gray and have blood-red eyes. Uh-huh. So if you look it up, northern goshawk... They're really cool-looking birds. So they're basically they're the same exact bird. The white one is from Siberia, so it's a subspecies from Siberia that lives in like the tundra and the Arctic up yeah. there. So like the white, they just blend right in, and they hunt ptarmigan and snowshoe hare and all kinds of stuff like okay. that. The North American, they also do hunt ptarmigan, snowshoe hare up in Canada, but then they, you know, they they hunt a lot of squirrels, right? A lot of a lot of birds. They like birds and uh, ducks, pheasant, grouse. They like they eat basically the goshawk. Eats almost anything, okay. Pretty much because they're so athletic, they can catch anything. I mean, it looks it. Yeah, that, that bird is just. Yeah. When you pulled that thing out, I was so impressed. The white one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that gets everybody. That's a, yeah, it's, it's like, a crazy yeah. bird. So you got these things, and you st- last episode we talked about. You started this in like middle school. You're a homeschool kid. You started yeah. doing this in middle school. Yeah. The average time to take with a bird to be able to get it and take it out, how we did. How long does that take? Um, you get the bird at what age? 
so like raising one from a chick well because that's like like days and weeks and weeks yeah not that the way you do it like so so the traditional way of falconry is you trap a bird from the wild yeah put a hood over its head which blocks out any vision and they're visually stimulated so once you block out the eyes with this little device that goes over their head they can't see anything so they just instantly just like freeze you're mine now yeah yeah, basically (laughs) basically and you you basically take the hood off do you send a ransom in a darkened place you you send a ransom note first obviously (laughs) with a picture of course on like a flip phone you have your falcon (laughs) (laughs) no you send a Yeah. note on a pigeon yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have your pigeon and read the note <laughs> <laughs> and uh so you take the hood off and then it's just a it's just a slow process of getting the bird to trust you and and yeah. this and that but long story short um just a couple weeks that's so like, it literally a wild bird three weeks later you could theoretically be flying it free and calling it back to you how often do you lose a bird um nowadays you don't lose birds that often because we have like GPS, transmitters, guess, all okay. kinds of stuff, like fancy stuff we could find the bird. I have a GPS and I have an app. Well, you said they have yours. an app on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I can literally see where the bird is at all times. Well, I will say, someone on your video on the last episode commented, they go, Why don't you ask Casey how many birds he's lost? Yeah. That was one of the comments. I've only lost, um, I lost a peregrine falcon. Those are the fastest animals in the world. Yeah, right? they're crazy. Yep. Yeah. The, the, that bird took off. It was a wild bird also, and it took off on me like. Like they're very migratory uh-huh. driven, so I was training it, okay, and then flying it free during that time, and literally I lost sight of it for like fifteen minutes, and then the the I didn't have the GPS, but I didn't have so I bought it later, right? But I had a, just a regular transmitter, and the the, the, tra- the signal was like south, just barely. And really? it goes like thirty miles. The transmitter. Holy so I'm like, crap! Out. So I just got in the car and started he- speeding after it. It was just like a two-day chase <laughs> you're like just, going through he people's was just yeah, no, no, no i was in the car going like uh, from from emerson to hackensack oh my god to the meadowlands no way how beach. would you even get him back you just sw- they're trained the bird was trained so if i swung but oh. i only had it for a short period yeah. of time so when it lost sight of me it was just like where's the guy who gives me food all right whatever i'm just gonna migrate because that's what, like i gotta migrate and it just kept just started going south migrating wow and oh it just gone god. forever and that it happens, but they just go right back into it the wild. They do, they do not, their yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it no kind of happened, like what you said. They kind of have a mind of their own, although they're attached to you. But when we were hunting, exactly, yeah. when we went yeah. out, you, he kind of took off from you because you're like, it's not his season, and he's kind of <sighs> bored. Yeah. It was, the problem was, is the bird number one when the temperature is warm. All animals, deer, anything, they're more like. They're more calm because uh-huh. they're not burning calories. Okay. So if you notice on a cold day, you'll see deer like out in people's yards and stuff like that because right. they, they're eating. They just okay. get like this stimulation to just feed because it's cold. and They're burning calories. So the day we went, number one, it was like 10 o'clock in the morning, blazing sun, yeah. and it was like 80 degrees. So the bird and the bird, the bird, I don't really adjust the weight for hunger because it's I raise it from a chick. So I don't have to do too much adjustment. So the bird was like heavier in weight. It was warm. Sun was out. And the bird's like, I don't know who these people are. Like, all right, I'm out of here. I don't need. I don't need you. So if I if the weight was more adjusted, and it was colder, the bird would have been a completely different. Wow. So it's like there's That's all these different factors that play into it. You know what I mean? So it's not like we're just like starving the bird to make it hungry. Yeah. The, you, you want the bird to be fit and athletic and and strong, but yet have an edge on it so that it wants to chase and hunt stuff. Yeah. But you don't want to push the edge too yeah. far because then you're. You're interfering with the the physical performance of the bird. It's like counterintuitive. I gotcha. So that was the that, that was the incident sense. we had. And the bird that we flew next, 
Do you want to get into that? Absolutely. The black one, the Harris hawk uh-huh. that that young girl brought. That bird, they don't even live up here. They can't handle the cold. They live in the south. Oh, so she can't even take it out there in the winter. She can, but she they like they'll fly for on. like a couple hours and then they like they just start getting cold. They tuck their feet and stuff. Oh. So that's why I don't fly those birds because I like going out in the winter yeah. in the snow. They'll hunt in the snow. They'll chase in the snow. They're good birds, but when it's like wicked cold out, like they don't. It you could be wicked? literally wicked. Bro. Did you ever live in the north? Did you ever live in New England? No. Is that what they say? Oh my gosh, Boston! Wi- everything's wicked. Up wicked Boston. smart. Wicked. Wicked smart. Nobody. No, I just ever- get wicked from Ali G. Oh. <laughs> wicked. <laughs> wicked. <laughs> wow, what a throwback. A throwback. No, I, I don't know. I just say it. The um, so that bird doesn't even live up here. So eighty degrees with a nice breeze. Okay. The bird's like, let's go, let's catch yeah. something. This is perfect for me. Uh-huh. So that bird was game, and they're just their that bird. Their whole mindset is completely different. They're just a, they hunt in a community. So if my hawk, the white one, and the brown one, if they see each other in the wild, they might try to kill each other and chase right. each other around and f- fight for dominance. The Harris hawk, you can look up videos of a Harris hawk hunting in a group. You can I've seen guys out west, and even in like when we've gone out like at our annual meet. Guys will take one Harris Hawk, another Harris Hawk. They'll have six Harris Hawks hunting like through the trees following because gotcha. they hunt in groups. So they, they're like they're community oriented like wolves. So like wow. they don't mind having people on. They're like, oh cool, more people to help with this hunt right. that we're on. So that's why that bird was just like it was just so calm. It was calm, and to be honest, we were all walking through the field. It was really cool because we were all walking through the field, the dogs are going through, and the hawk is Sitting on a tree, and we'll go twenty feet, and then we'll fly to the next tree, yeah. and just kind of f- walk yeah. down the field even, with us like a dog, like a dog. Yeah, even literally. more impressive than your connection with the bird is the connection that the bird has with the dogs. Oh yeah, yeah that's it's insane. Yeah, it's in it's it, because fa- falconry is a naturally occurring. I don't know if we talked about this on the last episode. A little bit. Falconry is a naturally occurring thing. It happens every day. Mm-hmm. So like, as soon as the bird like learns that when my dog is barking in excitement, they recognize the noise. The bird, my bird will come flying right past me, like like 50 miles an hour to get to where the dog is. Because when the dog is whining and barking, that means she's on a hot scent and something's about to happen. Okay. So the bird knows I got to get there to see what's going to happen. So the Harris hawk and the goshawk and red tail and most hawks that are used in falconry and falcons, they know if they stay right with the group, eventually one of their gotcha. prey items is going to run and they're going to catch yeah. it yeah, but and they're going to get a reward. Th- that's not... In my head, and I might be wrong, but that's not a natural connection. That's like the connection between a dog and a bird. That doesn't happen in the wild. That has that's some sort of weird. It does, it It does does. kind of because wolves will make a kill. Oh yeah, ravens will follow. Then the ravens draw in the raptors, and the raptors come in. So it is kind of it is it is happening a little bit. Yeah, you know it is happening. And then deer walking through brush to go out to feed. The rabbits flush, and then the hawks learn that when okay. the deer are walking through the field, the mice and rabbits oh, are wow. kind of moving. So then they come at night. They'll sit and wait for the deer. So then they move. And you know what I mean? So they all sense. kind of like they're feeding off of different the stimulus cool. to get their yeah. to get their their food. Their they're food. like little vultures. They're yeah, all cool. form of little. They're all just trying vultures. to get like the easiest meal that they can. Yeah. yeah. So falconers, we show the bird that the easiest meal that you're going to get. That's why the wild ones come around so quick because they learn. During the training process, I don't have to sit out in a freezing cold night and chase the squirrel around trees and freeze yeah. in the you know freeze and get hurt or a predator is going to kill me. 
this guy just offers me food on a glove and I just yeah. hop and get it. This is like it's basically the equivalent of free money. So they just do it and they think it's awesome. And then eventually you teach them to not fly away and then they'll come back to you when you call them. And then you flush something that they love to catch. And then they realize, oh, this guy is actually helping me do what I do. But it's even easier now. And when I miss, I don't freeze to death at night. He's going to take me home and put me in a nice chamber and I'm going to get free food. That's why it works so, that's why it works so well. We're all looking for an easy meal. We're always looking for the free handout, bro. That's so why like McDonald's is so popular. Soup. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So we had uh, we did we we caught a couple things, uh, small things, but things nonetheless. Yeah. We had uh, it was pretty cool. The place we were at it was kind of like, well, I don't want to say where. It's like industrial. It's a, like a little industrial, a little industrial spot. Yeah. Great for photography to for photographing those birds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, what was so funny was. <laughs> <laughs> when we caught that rabbit, I don't have footage of it, unfortunately. I had I the do. aftermath. Send it to you. Do you? Yeah. Send it to me. Yeah. It's not the best, but I got it. <laughs> I've never knew you can do this with rabbits. <laughs> what was what was the what was your buddy's name? Pacorn. So he so one of the dogs flushes a rabbit out of the hole, the two of the dogs. They were all in the brush, and I don't know which dog flushed it. I think it was his dog that flushed yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. It. Yeah, because it was right there. Flushes it, kills it, and the guy picks it up to gut it, and all you do is basically just grab <laughs> the rabbit, and you just go, like he goes, that, and it just squirts out everything. You, out said, sh- you said to him, show him how you how, show him how you get a rabbit. He's like, nah, I don't, you know, I don't want to do that right now. Yeah. And, and I'm standing right there. You have new people in the field. You don't want to. Yeah. And I'm standing right there, and he just goes, all right. And he turns at me, and he just... Squeezes <laughs> it like a like, toothpaste tube, like right at me, and I'm like, yeah. "Okay, you can give somebody a warning." You just like you just, yeah, you just like <laughs> squeeze the rib cage, and you just kind of like work yeah. it down, and then everything just like releases inside of the rabbit after it's dead, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Yes, it was dead. And then you just squeeze it, and then it just goes into the bottom, and the skin's so thin that you just add a little pressure, and it just like all of the guts and all of and the bad it. stuff just falls right out, and you have just clean meat yeah. inside. It's perfect. And then, and then he gave his little dachshund. He takes gotta the give liver, the dogs a reward. Yeah, takes the liver. Fresh, still yeah. warm. Yeah, yeah, they love that. I, I don't know. I don't know what these guys would do with that. I feel like they'd probably. Well, maybe not this one, but the other one would probably eat it. <laughs> She's pretty, like, yeah, gamey. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I think she. The would other eat, one's way pickier. She would eat oh, anything. Really? Yeah, he's picky as a lot of them can't can resist, be. like a you know some nice meat. Let's see, know? maybe the dachshunds for sure. They love it. She ginger. She knows, and she learns that if she because if she's not performing well, uh-huh. and we don't catch anything at the end of the hunt, she goes in her crate on the ride home. And she doesn't get her treat. Oh yeah! So when so she hunts a, well, so you see her. She's like at the truck like this, she's like, like all cocky, bouncing back and forth, like waiting for her. her <laughs> piece. I'm getting them treats on the way home. Yeah, we all get. Yeah, and they, yeah, they, they, they. You can get more out of a out of one of my dogs with a, a rabbit leg than you could get with any kind of treat you could buy at Petco. Yeah, you know? it was a really cool. It was a really cool thing. So we had there were about five of us out there, right? And, yeah. Uh, one of your buddies with his daughter, who's into who's into falconry, yeah. who handles it great. Yeah, she's her great. birds, her bird was really, really, yeah, that's a good bird. Really, she did a good really job. cool. Yeah. It's smaller than the ones you had. Yeah, it's a male. A male. The Harris? males are is a male Harris hawk, and they're okay. they're smaller than the females. So the females are one third larger than the males. Uh huh. So, okay. So it's a pretty dramatic difference. It's not super dramatic, but when you're looking at it, it's pretty noticeable that it's a smaller bird. So it's like married couples in West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much All right that's how yeah. you know they keep you there's a saying in maine i can't remember the saying now we have a bunch of friends in maine that fly birds and they uh that, oh, they give you shade the women up in up north give you shade in the summer and warmth in the winter that's what they, <laughs> well, what was it that? was leroy <laughs> leroy yeah, what was, what a was fat leroy? woman in a farm never did a bit, man no harm or something <laughs> yeah, like that <laughs> we went to uh 
what was it like the fourth episode we did we went out to ohio we were supposed to interview this amish my dad's my dad's really good friends with the amish community yeah and one of the guys was going to do an interview and i was so pumped we were so excited because yeah. first of all this dude has such an interesting story they do rumspringer when yeah. they're when they're young and they yeah. get two years out in the real world and, and if they want to come back they can come back for his rumspringer he followed johnny cash around the country oh wow so he's got really, really cool stuff. When stories. Johnny Cash was playing in like auditoriums. Yeah. High school auditoriums. Cool. Yes. Oh wow. That's pretty cool. Did you ever talk to him or no? Johnny Cash? No. <laughs> the guy from the Yeah, we go out there all the time. Yeah. Max has met him a bunch well, did of times. Did you interview him? Did I miss that no. episode? So we went oh, out there like, and the last minute Mass, last minute he got cold feet. He's like, No technology. So the Amish No, Basically. they use technology. He they has do. an e bike. They're riding e bikes everywhere. But what do they use? Like a solar panel so they don't use solar. So they don't go to hell. Now they're at solar. He's got a really cool setup too. Um, with the solar he so the Amish community right now is really rocky because it's becoming very modernized very quickly because of solar right because so they're the, not breaking any rules by using exactly, the sun to charge their batteries exactly to go on because the internet the whole thing the whole, this batteries. is why this is why Amish don't use electricity and that, why they're not modernized the Amish as a whole despise government dude maybe I'm Amish I think we we all might be. I think I'm. A you got a ways to go on that beard. We all. I mean, I they have beard, and you got to lose the mustache. As far as technology goes, with when solar came out, when like people could actually use solar, now you have kids that have iPhones and iPads and stuff, and they prepay it because they're not in any plan or anything like that. So they have 4G. Like there's Amish people making YouTube videos, legit Amish people, and the community is really up and, and arms this about is how, it. This is how you know we're in a we're in a difficult spot with this country is when the Amish now, which is the last beacon of American purity is now being tainted, tainted. Yeah. Yeah. And he just was like, you know what? It's not a good time, but I don't know. He thought he was going to, he thought that was going to encourage the, he just didn't want anything to get out. I'm like, dude, no one's going to, he's more old school. And (laughs) no one, no one, he's, if you got, you could get somebody younger. Probably we wanted him because he had older stories. Sounds like he has a cool story. I want to hear it now. Dude. I want every time I go out there, we we always go hang out with Leroy and Vernon. We take him out. We took him out to eat, um, to the, we took him to this awesome restaurant next to this winery. They know all the good spots. Yeah. I mean, you take him in the car. Is he allowed to go in a car with yeah, you? Yeah, they're allowed to ride in a yeah, car. Yeah, but you, they have How little. Does it, they get have, like scared in the car. No, they. Oh, have, this no, carriage is no. very so fast. When we went to this restaurant, <laughs> <laughs> where's the horse underneath? Where's the horse in this vehicle? <laughs> There's 62 horses in this yeah. engine right now. Okay, but when we when we went out to the Stupid restaurant joke, and sorry. winery, <laughs> that is retarded. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just trying to be. They, go they, ahead. Sorry, the restaurant. <laughs> when we go to the restaurant and the winery. There's like young girls that are Amish pulling up with their horse and buggy, parking. There's like little bars that, where they park their horse and buggy, and that's where they leave them until yeah. they're done. You know, do they, they drink? Like, no, right? yes, some of them. Some yeah. of them do. They don't get drunk, right? But they'll. I mean, we we gave them like as a thank you for like you know hanging out. We gave them a couple of bottles of wine. That's cool. The, and they they're not going to really drink in public, um, right? But. And this guy, we're out there, and he's, like, trying to, like, mack it to Amish girls everywhere we went. Bro, that's what you need, to be honest. Well, 
you know, they, you gotta wait like till they, they go on run setup. Springer and then you just grab them because they'll be the best wife. <laughs> like they the Falcon, do everything that you like need. The Falcon, to do. you just put a bag over there. Just, do, just, just put the hood over her head like this, real quick. <laughs> put the Jesses. Take, take it off in a dark room. <laughs> <laughs> Works every time, bro. Works every if time. If you give her treats every once in a while, just dangle treats, a little bit of compliments here and there. It's perfect. She'll cook. She'll clean. Everything you need. Oh, that is so. Honestly, that's what you need because these girls nowadays, they're you know what I mean. They don't want to do anything. Dude, it's crazy. Fighting the system. By the way, that's where the term bag. If I was single, I would either go all the way down south, South America, or I'd probably get an Amish girl that's probably like. Or Eastern European. Eastern European that understand, you know, like they could. It's just the whole thing in America is counterintuitive yeah. that these that these girls they think they're being like empowered and they're just making it's their, not, they're like, making their life harder because it's it's they're not yeah it's not right it's not normal yeah it's, it's not normal it's, Histo- not. it's not normal for the but human race it's men just are doing the same thing like we we are stepping out of our the roles that you know naturally we're supposed to be in yeah and there's nothing we're wrong being with feminized that. yeah. We're being Dude, uh, castrated big, chemically by the food we eat. I was going to say, a lot of it, a lot of the feminization is because of how much soy and stuff is in well, our you, food. You guys were talking before about food and stuff. It, like, literally, I'm convinced. They're turning to freaking frogs gay. Yeah, they turn the frogs <laughs> gay. They're gonna, like, I think that the, the big, big, big agriculture and food is in bed with the, with the pharma industry. And one's making you sick, the FDA, and the other one, dude, and the is, other one is the making FDA you better for? What is or the, what treating is F- your symptoms. What does FDA stand for? The Food and Drug Administration. Why yeah. is food and drug right together? Because they're putting them together, exactly. and feeding them to you, and, this and is, then it, you're getting it, sick, and then Big Pharma is making you better or just masking your symptoms and making money off you. There's been a huge awakening of that since COVID, and I'm happy for it because Me there too. really has been it's, it's crazy. a lot of people who you never would pay attention to before. Now they're like, wait a second. Yeah. Okay. And now, you know, and there's like Bobby what? Kennedy. <laughs> I wanted to get into that. We can get into that I later. wanted to get into that, actually. Yeah, yeah. So you had posted, how long ago was this? It was like maybe three weeks ago. You know what? Before we get into that, I, want, I do want to take a break. Go ahead. But... um no I, I do want to talk about that because that's really cool. Like, yeah, it was a fun to experience. see like the falconry community. Yeah, was awesome. But yeah, uh, yeah. and you posted a ton of content on your Instagram. Yeah, is it still up there? Because I'll tell people to go check. Yeah, it out. and I have a I have a whole reel that I'm going to put out. I'm just waiting for the right time to put it out. Okay, fair enough. I can't like I keep like you're probably the same way with your episodes. No, as soon as I, I make something, I pump it out. Oh, I because like I want it to be like, is it so cool? Like I was with him and flying birds with him. I want it to be the right you know sound oh, on yeah, Instagram have, and like that, the right edit. What would you fly falcons falcon. with him? He's a, fa- he's yeah. a falconer. Yeah? yeah, you flew falcons with him. Yeah, he yeah he took a he did a whole recently whole, did a whole photo shoot with my bird. No, you didn't. Instagram? No, you did not. He did a whole photo shoot with my bird. Like, and you didn't share that with me just the same way you didn't answer my text. Bro, before. I get like five thousand yeah, you know, stuff in my inbox. Every that's why you have to get an office. I take it personally. I need an office person, big time. You really do. But all right, let's take let's take a quick break. Okay. Okay. Um, we'll come back. We'll talk about that, and then we'll touch base on a couple other things. But. All right, folks, stick with us, and we'll be right back. guys want to just say thanks for listening as always we really appreciate it 
Also want to let you know we're always looking for guests to be on the show. Small business owners, entrepreneurs, pretty much anyone who's in any type of unique field to come and talk about their experience. Uh, if you're interested in being a guest, just go to courtsplumbing.com, follow the podcast link, and then just fill out the guest application, and we'll have a conversation about you getting on the show. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's really an easy way to get your brand out there, your business name, and kind of just let people know the human side of your business or whatever field you're in. Again, we really appreciate people listening. We, I want to remind you again to like, share, subscribe, all that. Just get the word out. We really appreciate it. And uh, that's pretty much it. Enjoy the rest of the show. Duties. All right, folks. Welcome back to Plum Bums Podcast. We're here with Casey Everett talking about some falconry and of course, some other things. Casey, again, you're a fellow plumber in the area. Sure, I am. That's always that's always something to banter about. Yep, I think uh, December. This will be airing in December, right? I'm assuming. Yeah. December twenty. I think it's the twenty fourth or the twenty seventh. I can't remember. That would be seven years in business. For you? For me? Yeah. Me too. No, I'll be going on my eighth in this industry. Congratulations. You're going on your sixth. Yeah. That's good. My father's still pissed. Because <laughs> he wants him to get into. He uh, wanted he me to take, take over. over his business, he wants dude. To you'd over. probably make just as much money doing that because nobody wants to do it anymore. These kids have been sold a lie. Yeah, unfortunately, and and we're but, reaping the benefits of the lie that was sold. <laughs> I know, but it's getting. Uh, there's a lot of undercutting and pricing going on right now. I don't tolerate it, and I fire my customers all the time. <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I fire so, my customers on a regular basis. <laughs> I literally told one person, I said, you're fired. I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, said, I said, you're fired. I said, I'm not going to work for you anymore. Well, so I, I got to get somebody else. I said, fine, get somebody else. Get somebody else that's going to come in $500 cheaper than me and then saying. ruin your whole house. <laughs> Someone goes, I, I, or the key, the, here, here's yeah. the key with all of it, I think, is that you're paying, they're paying for you to be there. You know, like if, let's say you mess up on a job or something goes wrong or whatever it is, which I know you probably don't mess up that often, but I'm working by myself. I don't have employees. But so yeah, it doesn't happen. You're always going to be there. It's true. No <laughs> offense. But you're not like it's different. Like guys with a lot of a lot of men, a lot of manpower, a lot of job sites going on. You think that that guy's he wants to go home on Friday night? You think he's going to like go in there and like tighten I know, it? Yeah. He's like, "Ah, fuck." And then like you're going to hear about it on Saturday afternoon or Sunday morning. The guy's going to call you screaming. Your guy didn't tighten this thing. Because he, it's not at the end of the day, he's just getting paid. But that's the thing, if you want a good plumber, like it, you have to go with a company that's paying their guys well and taking care of their 100%, 100%. guys. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. So, uh, but the point was is that let's say that does happen because it has happened. I've I've had that situation happen to me. It's like we go back. You're there. You like there are some back. guys. There, but there's a warranty. Yeah, yeah, but there are some companies that a warranty. Those guys that you're talking about the undercutting. You, they don't care. They'll just block your number and exactly. go to the next person. They, they don't, don't care. They move on. Yeah. So I had a guy call for a water heater. I gave him the quote over the phone, and water heaters are forty gallons up to like two grand now. You know, that's, I wish I, I should do that. Uh, well, he goes. Well, you're never supposed to give the quote over the phone, though. I was taught. So he, you're supposed to get your foot in the door. You could and make tell, the connection. I know, and we usually do that. But you could tell he was shopping. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I'm like, whatever. I'm not even going to yeah, bother. Yeah. So I sent him the quote. And he he hits he goes back fifth, 10, 15 minutes later he's like oh, yeah, someone someone's coming over to do it for like twelve hundred I'm like twelve hundred do Who? it 
do it. I would do it. Go, dude. I'd go ahead. I'd for 1200 for like friends and family people I know. Yeah, like, I, I know, but out quick. how are you running a business in North no, Jersey charging that? You're not making any and money. And that's the, that's the thing. Like, we're in a... We're in a uh, manufacturing crisis right now, and a lot of companies, it hasn't caught up to them yet. Right. And they're scrambling. Soon they will be scrambling to be like, holy cow, like, things are backing up now. Yeah. You know, we're in a transition period where guys who haven't learned the lesson, they're going to get hit hard soon. Yeah. Because material just went up again. I just went down I the guess, supply. I, like I get the email like every week from Ferguson, and it's pages long now. And it's like it's like seven thousand different things. Like, or so, it, sometimes they just do the brand. Yeah. Not every not every right. part. They'll just do like Watts has gone up fifteen percent. Yeah. Fifteen percent. Yeah. That means a check valve is like one hundred and twenty dollars now exactly. when they were fifty bucks. And guys, so now you're thinking, oh, I need this and that. Oh, fifty dollar check valve. Boom, boom, boom. Okay, and and, you, and then you go to pick it up. It's one hundred and twenty dollars. You're like, I, I was charging one hundred and twenty dollars for the part. Now I'm paying 120. Now I'm not making any money for any. Exactly. So like, the whole thing is like a mess. I don't think people, most people, realize in what a catastrophe we're about to face, and it's us who are dealing with the service industry and stuff like that, and dealing with manufacturing. Manufacturing is a mess. Yeah. The pricing is the price is skyrocketing. It's out of control. And you're trying to stay in competition with guys who are just not running their business right, and they're undercutting you. But here's the th- here's the good thing about that: you get calls back for those. I had this guy come in here. I'm sorry, I didn't, and I, we, I we've gotten that recently. Really? So we should have gone One with of you your guys from the start. You? It was he wasn't a faithful customer. We use he's used right, a couple right, things. Right. He got, I should have used you guys from the start. I should have known, and. What are you going to yeah, do with that point? Learn a lesson. Yeah, but anyway, that's for another show. Yeah, hundred percent. I wanted to talk about so you a couple of weeks ago your Instagram was blowing up with some cool footage with the uh, falconry community. Yeah, with um, RFK Junior over there who had no idea was into this stuff. Yeah, RFK Robert Kennedy. He's been a falconer for like forty years or something. Really? Yeah, he's been a fa- for a long, long time. He's been involved for a long time, and like. A lot of guys that I respect in the community that like live local, like Dave, because he like I think he used to live in like New York, so like everybody used to like hang out with him and like go flying. He'd go here. Oh, this guy's really good. He runs good. Dog. He had he had dachshunds too that he bought and he used to hunt with them. Really? Yeah. He like was the like the real deal. Now he doesn't have so much time, but so every year I think twice a year they do a, a charity event where they. You don't basically it's like a dinner, I'm assuming. I think now during COVID it went online, but it used to be like a dinner. Okay. You know, where you go and they have like different things and you know, COVID about, COVID was a Zoom dinner. Everybody I think they just did it online where it was like a bunch of <laughs> options and you can bid on each option. Okay. And whoever gotcha. bids the highest, they win it. So one of the things on the docket is like a falconry hunt with Robert Kennedy Jr. So you pay I think some of these guys like pay like twenty grand to yeah. go. Wow, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They donate like twenty grand to this to this fund. Um, that's a lot of money to hunt with some dude. You should see the people that come out. They uh, fair enough. It's yeah. it does seem like They're a little like, elitist. <laughs> you know, so it does like, seem it does seem yeah. a little. Everyone's spooner. got those yeah. Mongolian hawks. So like, so they come out and then um, they go on. And he's been doing this, mind you. I I posted a picture. I thought it was cool, and I got like all my like three of my buddies. They sent me pictures of like them in like the nineties. You know, when they had oh, hair wow. and their hair wasn't gray anymore <laughs> with Robert Kennedy and their bird. That's cool. Like, he's been doing this forever. What does he hunt with? Uh, he hunts, he's hunted, he's flown like every bird. 
Really? He's gone to Scotland. He's gone to Europe. He went all around the world flying birds with different wow. people. Yeah, he's a, yeah he's must be nice to have those types of resources. Yeah, yeah. He's 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 connected, obviously. And, of course, um, he's a Kennedy, obviously. And he um so he does this thing. It's like a charity event. And a good a friend of mine, um, Tom Cullen in New York, he has. If anybody's listening and interested, he has a falconry like excursion, like that's his business. He has over a, like. During breeding season, he has probably 200-plus birds at his house. What do you mean an excursion? Meaning you pay to go on a falconry hunt experience. Oh, you have to plug that. Yeah, it's falconryexcursions.com, I believe. And my friend Tom, you can just direct message him on Instagram. It's Black Dirt Falcons, I think. Black Dirt Falcons. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll add it in the in the link. Um and it, but if it's it's Falcon, it's if you look up Falconry excursions, Goshen, New York, it's like the only one that pops. He now up. became editor for for Blumbos. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, we'll put it, we'll get it in post. We'll get it in the post. Don't worry. It'll be in there. Hold right? on, hold, right? the camera just starts pushing me away. <laughs> <laughs> but he's been doing this for a long time, and I go to his house all the time because he'll get like, he'll get like you know, Bert like wrap their food in bulk, and he'll be like, I got some extra stuff. Oh he'll, wow! I'll yeah. go over, and there'll be like twenty people in his front yard with one of his employees. With like an eagle, he's got he's got like all different kinds of eagles, every type of owl you could even wow. think of. Harris hawks, he breeds them. He has like the whole That's nine awesome. yards it's operation. Such a unique, and he's like it's not even that expensive. You just pay a couple hundred bucks, and like then you 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 could do like the picture thing where like you could take pictures with all the owls and then just say thank you and you leave and you just whatever. Yeah. Um, or like you could do the whole nine yards where like you go across. You know they have another piece of property that they own. And they stock it with like pheasant and rabbits and squirrels and like all kinds of stuff is there, and you can go on a hunt. So his so Bobby Kennedy Jr. is very good friends with with the Cullen family, and I believe the daughter is his goddaughter. Who's that? My friend's oh, sister okay. is like Bobby's goddaughter. So okay. like they're very close. So he puts this on, and then he flies in, and everybody flies in. They go to New York, I think, and like have like a big dinner. You know, it's like a whole weekend thing. Right. And then they all come to Tom's house. And then Tom takes them on this like excursion and everybody can take pictures and fly the bird around all different birds. And then, um, he recently was, he, you know, he, he recently asked me, he goes, you know, listen, he's like, your bird obviously is cool. The white one, um, you fly it very well. And I think it'd be a lot of fun. Do you want to come? And obviously I can't charge for anything like that. So I'm not making okay. any money. It's totally illegal. I'm just going for the fun of it. Right. And I think it's great for my and birds. The experience. Yeah. The exp- number one to, to just, for me, it's not so much like being with. This is the second time I've done this. Not so much to be with, like to be with Bobby and stuff. Like he's an awesome guy. He's super down to earth and cool guy. But like my birds being around so many people in that kind of scenario, it like helps them it's like good, yeah. calm down and like get used to different things. And it's a positive experience. I got gotcha. you. So for me, I'm like it's a training exercise. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. You get to chase a pheasant, you know, in front of all these people, and it's entertaining. Right. And my bird is learning from it. Um, so he invited me last year, and this is the second time we did it. Um, and basically, we just we fly all different birds. We flow a jeer falcon, two jeer falcons, which are these giant white falcons from the Arctic. Wow! And he breeds those also. They're super cool. They're like the they're like the goshawk, the white one, yeah. but like bigger. Well, they're not. They're way, they weigh more. Okay. But they're denser. So they look like and they're stocky. huge, and they and they're white, and they hit like a truck. Wow! And so we fly them around. Wow. Yeah. If you want, I could probably hook you up with it. If you guys want, to I would up and, absolutely do that in a heartbeat. And um, 
and then we flew that around and then we we take the Harris Hawks out. It takes like two or three Harris Hawks out and it's like chasing all this stuff. Everyone's like yelling. There's a whole film crew that comes. Uh-huh. Um, and then at the end, they take, you know, we take my bird out and we chase a pheasant. That's great. And it's a really fun video. The bird, the pheasant like flew like crazy and the bird chased it all the way off into the, the woods and caught it. And I mean, that's a lot of fun. The that's whole, so cool. The community aspect is really cool. It's yeah. so unique that that community. It's like it's just such a strange, unique thing to be involved. I don't want to say strange, but it's yeah. just a unique thing to be involved yeah. in. And the people that you're talking about being involved with this, like the guys that we met, were really cool. Yeah, really nice guys. Yeah, it's, just, it's like it's like we have doctors, lawyers, yeah, yeah, garbage men, down it's to earth, everywhere. unemployed people, and then like a Kennedy. You know, it's like it, it's like everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like falconry is just like a. There's like thing. there's like pug groups that I can join on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that community is pretty. pretty I have nice. I yeah, have yeah, yeah, leprechaun yeah. groups. It seems like it would join. be a nice group to be a part of. Very the mellow group? and calm. They have dog walks. So I haven't brought, brought her to one, but I know there's groups like that all the time, and they have dog walks like through the summer, through like Vanson and stuff like that. You can only walk for like five. That's minutes. That's what and I was just saying. Like, <laughs> take a like break. How, how where are these people walking? Yeah, like walking? this dog, she's and she's not even that lazy of a pug, yeah. and she's lazy as hell. She's awful. Yeah. Went awful. I'm like, lazy. how how far are you people walking with these yeah, dogs yeah. in like June? It's just to get out. So, <laughs> it's a community. So. <laughs> no, well, a lot of them are in much better sh- in much better shape. Sometimes when I take care of Frankie, and I try to take yeah. her outside with him, a little jab. It, it's yeah, pretty much. Yeah. You a lot of ones are a lot better than this one. It's true. <laughs> Look at her. I can't argue. She's just laying around. That's there's what sometimes for. Where, there's sometimes where he's like he's trying to get her out of the truck. He's like, come on, let's go meet this customer, and she's just like, nah. I'm not getting out of the well, sh- even in the morning. Like- well, it doesn't help that you have like this menagerie set up in the cab <laughs> with a truck with like beds and like a whole crate. No, that like, should help. I you, wouldn't want to get out. You know either. how I did that? I don't want to get out of the truck when I'm going to a customer's house to begin with. You, you give me a bed. You think I'm getting that, out? That's a dog bowl frame. Yeah. I took it sweet. I took a dog bowl frame and just you just like mounted it so on. Yeah. yeah. For the listeners that don't know what we're talking about, so we were so the dogs obviously come to work with us all the time. We were trying to figure out how to get them into the trucks comfortably, and we were we had stopped. I think like on the way back from a job, I had to get like work pants, and we stopped at what like TJ Maxx, something like that. And there was this like dog bowl frame, and we're like, wait a second, the two of them would fit nicely in that. <laughs> so it's mounted in the cab between the seats with like bedding and stuff, and they just sit there perched out. It's and a just sweet. Stare out. I went to I went to the hardware store. I got five hundred pound hooks, three hundred pound <laughs> chains. <laughs> Like they're small, like but like the weight. I could put I, my brother in that thing. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and he was perched up like that. Yeah. <laughs> put the helper in there. Yeah. Yeah, I need one. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. We're, we're, we're Quartz Plumbing is hiring. Anybody? Anybody want a job? We'll teach you plumbing. You don't even have to know plumbing as long as you, as long as you have a good head on your shoulders. That's yeah. all I care about. You at this take point. direction. You know, and it's, listen. It's it's funny because I heard a story about it too, and and the guy. That um, was talking to us about his business, his plumbing business. He goes, when we all say, oh, there's this shortage, there's a shortage of guys that nobody really wants to get into these trades. And he made a good point, And I've heard this before. It's like, you have to get guys that are not plumbers. Why? Because plumbers know and they're like, they know the work and they're like, I don't want to do it the way that somebody else wants to do yeah, it. Yeah. I want to do it myself. You, if bad, you want, habits. It, bad habits. Bad habits. Yeah. And yep. they're not going to get out of them. 
So what you have to do is you have to get guys, first of all, either try to get younger guys if you can that don't know, really know what they want to do yet, or you get guys in, like, fields that they're really not happy in. People yeah. people bounce around from, from jobs all the time. Yeah. Up until 25, you're not really set in what you want to do. Right. Yeah. You know? So you, f- you can find a 22, 23-year-old. Yeah. You should yeah. be by 25. I wasn't. I, I put my foot down, and I said I'm going to be a plumber. I was doing plumbing for many years, but I put my foot down and enrolled in school at 21. That's young, though. And I, wit- I wish unique. I did it at 18. But that's unique. I got my license when I was like 27. Oh, my gosh, dude. That's unique. I wish I got it when I was like 25 or 24. I would have been balling. I would have been. Oh, I probably would have been bankrupt. <laughs> 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 I didn't know how to handle all uh, those know? checks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, doing stupid stuff with it. I flailed around for a long time. No, I think I think twenty five is is the is a good cutoff number. My father always said that. He goes, up until twenty five you have to figure it out. That's good. That's Just good try to figure it. out yeah. that's kinda what my mom and dad told where me. Where you want to you know I was gonna be a nurse at first. Yeah, you told I remember. And then I dropped yeah, out and then my, my mom was like, All right, if you wanna be a because pl- she was like she was calling her friends, like he he wants to do this. And my, I think this is one of the ladies that my mom was friends with, she said, All I know is that my all I know is that my plumber showed up to my house with an esti- for an estimate with a Porsche. And my mom was like Oh, because I was telling her how much my boss was making. So then she said, all right, if you're going to do it, you have to go full tilt, enroll in school, take it seriously, treat it like anything else. And you have to. Yeah. I tell my customers all the time that I had to go to school for four years. They cannot believe it. I know. I'm like insulted. Nobody can believe that. They cannot believe it. And I'm like continuing education. Continuing education. You can't be a felon. You can't like there's all these things like you like can't be a a felon. You can't be a felon. What? To get your license and own your own business. But you (laughs) Are you a felon? Huh? No, he but lied just, on his, he lied on his resume. This guy. I'm not a felon, but I just didn't know. I that know you, that now, but a lot of things. I'm not one aware. It took a while, but yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff that like <laughs> you're not able to, you know. So that it's like so that there's the only thing about the government that they do well is in this instance where they regulate the regulation stuff of like the this. trades. Yes, because before it was a free for all. Everybody yeah. like you know you get this guy over here. He's like, oh, I'm a plumber. It's like there's no. How do you know he's a plumber? Now you have a license, yeah. a license number. You can look it up online to make sure it's active. Uh, yeah, yeah. You have to have your license number plastered on the side of your truck. Big yep. letters. Certain, big the letters numbers. have to be a certain size. Yep. It's yep. like so legit. So like that is weeding out. I've called out. a couple trucks in. Yeah, I'm have not going to lie. Have I've you? called you a couple should. trucks in. By the way, yeah, both should. of you should. Because if you're going to school, you're busting your ass to get yeah. your license. You're, you're going at night, sacrificing time yeah. at home with your family to get your license. And then you see some some schmuck that says plumbing on the side of his truck with yeah. no license number. Screw you, bro. Or no, or nothing at all. I or remember going. I remember going to somebody's house to give them an estimate for a toilet, um, a new toilet. And there's three plumbers in there giving an estimate for the same. No, toilet. no, no. I gave them oh. the estimate, and they were like, "Oh, I've no. been there." They were like, "Yeah, we'll think about it." Right. I go over there in the afternoon. I'm driving up and down this road. He was sitting down the, the after- block watching the house. That's no, no, no. <laughs> driving up and down. It's fine by me. Uh, up and down the road, you know, by the supply house. It, yeah. I passed it by the supply house. By the afternoon, I saw another guy in an in a unmarked van, white van, pulling out a toilet. Does it have like a red truck. wrench on the side of it? Yeah. No, no, no. That's what they do. They think they're nope. slick. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing on there. Just pulling a toilet out of the back of the truck. I'm like, you're going to call us back for Go something. Ahead. I know it. Go ahead. I know it. You should have called the town and said there's illegal activity <laughs> he going did. on here. He did. He goes, what house? Was it that job? He goes, did what house? And you job? and you drove you drove by a house. You got the you sh- looked at the license plate. Let that be a like, lesson to call. you. If you don't use quartz plumbing, <laughs> yeah, there'll be. <laughs> I call it on like steadfast <laughs> and Conway all the time. <laughs> yeah. Wickersheim. 
There's some <laughs> schmuck at my, one of my customers' <laughs> house right now. I don't know this guy is. He's definitely doing something illegal, though. <laughs> Should probably check it out. You ever had an inspector walk in on you on a job site? Just randomly? Yeah. We don't do jobs like that. We I had that like three times. Like a building inspector? Like a like a plumbing inspector or somebody in the town, call, like somebody in the neighborhood called. Like I was literally doing oh, a Oh, no, never. And never. the guy literally, I'm in the basement of the Belco doors, piping in a boiler, and just like some guy walks in the house. Uh-huh. Got a permit for that? What? I said, hey, how are you? Because, you know, I'm like, are you the, you're the homeowner or something? He goes, no, I'm the building inspector. I'm the plumbing inspector. I go, I go, yeah, I'm going to get a permit. He goes, you're going to get a permit? You have a permit? I said, well, what is the, I said, oh. what, I, this is what I literally said. I said, so what, what's the, what's the rules though? He goes, you have uh, 24 hours or what? Exactly. I said, so get the okay. hell out of here. I said, thanks. I said, why are you in my, I said, why are you in my, I said, is it 72? Yeah. I said, why are you in my customer's house? Yeah. Don't say He goes, I saw that. the truck in the boxes and you know, I'm just making yeah. sure. I said, don't worry. I said, like, don't relax. Get off of said, this relax. property, dude. Who do you think you are? Caesar? That literally, he literally walked in the basement of the customer's house. That oh is, that is, that guy should be in fired In like a t-shirt. He wasn't even on the job. That guy should be, f- no badge, He nothing. said he was walking by, he was driving, he was driving, he was like, he was on a, I think Absolutely he was on a Saturday. Absolutely not. not don't say the town. Tell me off camera. Yeah, yeah. But absolutely not. I yeah, would, yeah. I would have, yeah. I would have lost my shit. I didn't yell at him. I was polite at first. And then like, you then start he kept going. Yeah. And like, I'm like. Uh, sorry, Did you get pal. a fight with your wife or something? I said, you're in my customer's house, and yeah. you're like harassing me about a permit that I don't even need right Coming now. through the backyard? Yeah, it was so weird. Dude, dude the state is becoming so invasive, so and it's weird. really, like, really... Like, you want the $150, $75 pay- yeah. permit fee? Like, holy... Are you that desperate? Honest, I would have loved to have seen that inspector. I wish I was there, bro. Because he Ooh. he doesn't start off I've had them polite. slap me in the lawn, He's too. Like, I'll start off nicely. I'm always nice at With an inspector? Yeah, with a government official, <laughs> I'll start off. I'll start, uh, dude. Honest, we don't have many problems with inspectors. I know we don't. That's true. We but were, I'm saying, I'm, if that situation happened, if that situation, that's what I'm saying. I would sort out exactly what's going on, and then when it clicked, I <laughs> yeah, would have been so like, get the hell out of here. Get the hell off this property yeah, right yeah. now, dude. I'm about to call the police and have you removed. And I wasn't even in a neighborhood that was like that high traffic, and I've heard st- so many stories, like in like uh, Fort Lee and stuff like that. And like um, West New York, where there's like it's very dense, and there's apartment buildings. And my buddy, who he did plumbing for a long time, and he has a bunch of buildings, and he would do all the work in the buildings. And he used to have the guy would the guy would like stalk him, and like when he's That's moving so tools not, inside the house, you know what? He'd he be should... coming out to get like another set of tools or something, you know. And the guy would be standing next to his truck, like you got a permit for that? No way. Yeah, a doc, a doc, I would film that guy, and I would. You know what? And if the state doesn't do anything, you know what you do? You edit a video together and you yeah, blast yeah, yeah. it everywhere. Yeah. And you say, I'm That's being a new harassed thing you by the state. Yeah. You bring it to the public yeah, yeah. because I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Uh, no, I'm laughing because I know exactly what you would do. And I it's know. funny. I'll it's, use effects. It's so pathetic. Cut. You're talking about feminizing of the, the male race. Like, yeah. Forget it, Now dude, you got to pull a phone out and be like, ah! Yeah. Like, I'll just... Back in the day, you just give him a backhand, tell him to get out of here. That you can't do. Not anymore. No, but there are ways to really... As as long as there's nobody's camera around. When I was in plumbing school, I used to ask the stupidest questions because all the teachers at school are like inspectors and stuff. Yeah. And I'd be like... You can't curse, right? No. So I would... I'd I'd be in class and I'd be like, I have a really serious question. So if you were on a job site, right? And we had a little debate about a code thing and I told you to... (laughs) In the middle of class? I said, what would happen? He goes, well, technically that's... 
uh, threatening assault and death it's on not. a public official. <laughs> I was like, oh, so I can't say that. You can say and, that. And That's like, free speech. Well, he's like, he's like, technically, you're 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 threatening a public official, and it's terrorist that you can't do that. And I'm like, terrorist. Oh, okay, okay. everybody be dying. It's not though. Everybody be dying. There laughing. was a teacher at Passaic that kind of looks yeah, like exactly, you that he got right? into so, it with. I got, yeah. So we had there's we had um, a sub uh, recently, and he was talking. He was telling a story how. Okay, the, 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 sump, the sump pump lines. How you know sometimes they'll go under the front lawn and out through the out through the curb to the street. Right. Yeah. So there's a lot of towns that don't that have You're not really no allowed to code. And you can in some towns, mm-hmm. they don't have it written into code. But the guy just doesn't like it. It doesn't matter what Bro, you like. That's like ninety percent of my arguments. So he goes, he goes. Uh, so this lady, this lady was pumping her sump pump out to the street. There's no code in the town. And I go up to her. I was like, you can't do that. She's like, cite the code. He finds out she's a lawyer. So yeah, she, she goes, she she goes cite the code. So the town, this is what pissed me off when he was telling me the story. The lady didn't. He did. What the town did is they sat in, the, in, the, in, the, uh, in their office for like three weeks trying, trying to, find to get it. this lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how yeah. they are. And he goes, and, he goes, and, Bro, she, and she finally won. And I raised my hand. And, uh, no, I said under my breath, I was like, good. Who what, was like, what do you mean good? It? I'm not. I don't want to say. I don't even know his he name. He looked just know. like you, by the way. I he said, goes. Did you have, he goes. Did you what do you to... mean, good? He's like, screw that lady. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Because she knows her rights. Because she knows her rights. Yeah. So yeah, screw yeah. that lady. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. It was good for her. It was good for like, dude. Don't let don't let the state. The, you give somebody a clipboard and a badge, the average person, oh and they God. become mini Hitler. Literally. It's, it's beyond ridiculous. me, bro. You saw it during the. You know what? Yeah. Everybody was a hero. The, 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 the error we don't speak <laughs> everybody of. Everybody was saving everybody. Well, that's the thing. And you, when you said that with the guy who walked in the basement, yeah. it's not so much the town. It's the freaking neighbors. Yeah, somebody called. Who were like, I think nee, somebody nee, called. Nee. He said he was driving by. I'm going to be a good citizen called. and yeah, I'm yeah. going to tell on people. Yeah. Like, that's why I moved in the middle of nowhere. Leave yeah. me alone. So falconry, huh? Yeah, man. <laughs> Birds. <laughs> Pipes and birds. You know, in my I, life. so <laughs> we're kind of good. One right. of my coolest bird stories that I ever saw. I went, I went uh, kayaking along the Mississippi up in Minnesota. The coolest, one of the coolest things I ever saw was a bald eagle. Oh yeah, f- fly down into the Mississippi, grab a fish out of the water, swoop down, grab a fish out of the water, perch up on another tree on the other side of the river, right next to another gold uh, bald eagle. And just eating, and just start eating. And just take out a fork and knife, and just, just <laughs> yeah. like start carving up the fish. But that was napkin. that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that so you said you said they hunt with eagles. Too. They're amazing. Are those I, more? Are those? They have to be more difficult, right? Are they more independent? And the regulation. And the yeah, regulation so like in New Jersey, you're not allowed any eagle species. New York, you can own eagle species, which is cool. Like my buddy Tom, you can go and see. He's got all kinds. Oh of wow! He has like a Benelli's eagle, an African eagle. They're like, like. There's, I've been a falconer for a while, like almost twenty years. Yeah, and like when you're around those birds, it's like intimidating. Holy crap! Like could, it could, it could, like it could. How kill big it. are they? How tall are they? I mean, I he said take to take the it was hooded, thank God, and he said take the black eagle. I was doing work on his boiler. I was vacuuming it because he's got. He has rows of perches in his basement, which is all done up, mm-hmm. and he's got a you know a nice high efficiency boiler, but like all of the. All of the little feathers and like pin, like little tiny feathers that it sucks it in. in. I got you. And then the soot is brutal. Okay. So we had to clear out the whole room for me to vacuum it out and do a whole full service on it. And he's like, take the black eagle out to the perch. Dude, I'm talking like, like the, the foot sitting on my hand is like 
a horse's like, like vice grips. It's like it's over my hand, and then the other one's like up. Like it's like Holy a cow. monster. How like much a does it weigh? Like five pounds, six pounds. Oh, my, oh. my goshawk is a pound and a half. Just for, yeah. Just and you saw the size of the uh-huh. white one. So just for comparison, a five pound version of that. Oh yeah. wow, five times like, bigger. It could like it could. It could probably like if it grabbed you by the neck and the face, like it would kill you. Birds of prey. Like it would kill you. It's a dinosaurs. It's a dinosaur, literally. Yeah. yeah. So like that's debatable. That's what I'm saying. Go to his, go see his place, and you'll see a, you'll see some cool stuff. And he has like everything up there. But in New York, you can have them, but I don't know that you can hunt with them. So you can uh, have them, but I don't think you can actively hunt game gotcha. with them because it's right in other states, like out west. Forget it. There's a guy out west. I forgot his name. He drives around at night because there's no regulations on jackrabbits, and he drives around at night with this like. $150,000 like dune buggy with like lights all around nice. through like the middle of nowhere oh, and then the cool. jackrabbits get up and run and then the eagle just oh that is so in the cool. dark with all the lights it's and sometimes they catch coyotes and stuff by accident it's like insane <laughs> jeez really? just grabs a coyote by the face oh, oh my gosh that's, that's nuts yeah, he's, it's, well I've seen videos of harpy eagles which is like the, the harpy is the largest one yeah Taking massive sloth just grab right a monkey off a right by the face yeah. and just kill it and yeah, just yeah, keep yeah, yeah. oh jeez yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the bird, the raptor species to me, obviously, owls are cool, really cool. I I think yeah. owls are awesome. Yeah, they're cool. But birds of prey, just in general, fascinating. And yeah. the the birds you had, I mean, I'm so thankful you brought us out. That was so awesome. Um, yeah, I was happy to have you guys. It was yeah. fun. I just wish my bird did better, but it was just not the day. We still That's got why the, I had we backup. still got the experience. That's why I had backup there because yeah. I was like, you know, what? if my bird screws off, like we got to have backup. No, we so. still had a good experience. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I, you I, saw everything. You left saw the us whole one nine. thing more. Yeah, the way yeah. that. The way that the bird eats the yeah, eats it's fun the, to watch him eat. It was amazing. Well, it was cool because what he does him up like spaghetti. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what he do, what he was doing was well, the dogs were there, yeah. so he was taking his wings and like blanketing. He created the food. a dome. Yeah, yeah. It's called mantling. Do- it's what we call. Yeah, it. yeah. It's called mantling. Was it because the dogs were there? He's like they. A lot of them just biz. do it. They all do yeah. it instinctually, just because it hides it from any other okay. hawks or predators that want to steal it from them. He nipped at your buddy's dog because he got a little bit too close. Oh yeah, oh, yeah I got. He was like, nope. Of not, my my bird, she'll she'll fly ten feet to away. smack my dog, to then jump back on her food. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, she doesn't want the dog anywhere near. Her. When there she likes the food, when she when the dog is working, she's right with the dog. As soon as she catches it, she's like everybody stay, stay away. away. <laughs> Except for me, she doesn't care that I'm there. Well, that's like Frankie. You give her a bone, she'll like clear the room. Yeah, yeah. So no Dropkick Maury. Yeah, it's just a natural. It's just a natural instinct. <laughs> anyway, listen again. I want to thank you for coming on. Of course. Thank you for taking us out. This My is a favorite. fascinating subject. We got to get out there again, and I would love to do that retreat thing. We got to get you want to plug that guy's info again. Yeah, it's it's falconeryexcursions.com. and if you just look up Falconry Excursions Goshen, New York, it's like the only one. They've been around for years. Nice. And just reach out to them. I think you can just like they they have like a menu where you can like just click on what you want and like add it to the cart and they pick the date you oh, want. Oh shoot, that's yeah, it's awesome. Pretty, I, I I believe it's like that. Or you just call them and just tell them. You know that whatever, and they this is what they do for a living. Nice. So if you want to see owls, little tiny owls, get the full big experience. Owls. The tiny owls. I you love can hold things. a lot of them too. They have all kinds of permits where you can hold stuff and fly it around. They have that's like cool. the Sick. whole the whole nine yards up there. It's a lot of fun. It really is. I go there just for fun. I'm I'm is like, dude, I just want to come here just to hang New York? out. Just to hang you know, out. Upstate New York. Goshen. It's not even up. It's not even upstate. Oh, it's, it's, it's like, like right over the border. Yeah, it's like 45 minutes from here. Yeah, an hour. Let's go. What time is it? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Folks, thanks for joining us again. Casey, thanks for being on again. I appreciate pleasure, making yeah. the time. Thanks for having me. Max, thanks for coming back from Italy and coming back to work. I didn't know if you were going to come back. You left on pretty uh, there was, I'm going to be honest. The, the, the one thing that would have kept me there is 
not the one thing. There's a couple things that could keep me there. The women are absolutely gorgeous. Like uh-huh. the Italian women are absolutely stunning. It, they're stunning. <laughs> the f- the food and the women is is why people go to Italy right. because you know. Hundred percent. So yep. you struck out pretty bad over there, huh? It was awful. <laughs> um, folks, thanks for listening. It was awful. Thanks yeah. for joining us again, Plum Bums, the Every Man's Podcast. I think we're gonna try to we're gonna try to weld that into the title. But uh, guys, please like, subscribe, share. Please get the word out. We'd love more viewers. We'd love some input. Uh, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you again next week. Bye.